Welcome back to the Value Driven Investor Podcast, where we forge value-driven investors on a mission to live life on their terms. No matter where you have come from or where you are going, becoming a value-driven investor is in all our best interests because becoming financially free allows us to focus on what matters most, fulfilling our purpose. Our community of value-driven investors is committed to showing you the way. With the support of this community, you are sure to reach your goals. For all of us in the value-driven investor community, there is no greater gift than the gift of giving because together, anything is possible. And we're back for another episode of the Value Driven Investor Podcast. Today we have the one and only Shelly Kane. And I'm super excited to have her on again because the last time we had her on, it was uh, episode number five where she told us about her story and how she got started in real estate investing. But today we're going to have her on because we want to talk about the magic that she creates when it comes to managing for the experience of it on her short-term rental properties with Bob Grant. Now, these two have been doing short-term rentals for a long time. And if you guys have listened to some of our other podcast episodes recently about short-term rentals, you'll know uh, one of the properties that Bob has and Shelly have um, that they are doing short-term rental on. Now, <clears throat> that property is fantastic. It's been staged for the experience of it. But today, we're going to go deeper. We're going to go deeper with Shelly because... <laughs> There's so much more that goes into managing for the experience of it when it comes to short-term rentals. It's not just the photos. It's not just the staging. There is the marketing. There is are the bookings, how you take the bookings, how you how you treat the the potential guest. There is the actual experience. There's uh, having you know books and what to do in the neighborhood and all these different things. And then there's it all comes down to all everything that you work hard for comes down to that review, because at the end of the day, that review is truly what allows you to maximize the profit on your property. Because if you have a bunch of amazing reviews like Robert and Shelly have on their properties, then what you do is you go from $150 a night to $400 a night. And on some of their more expensive properties, they're getting, I think Bob said $4,000 or something, or what was that crazy uh, number, Robert, uh, that you got on your house? I mean, the, the place that we just recently actually just sold, I think we're getting anywhere between 750, I'd say 600 to probably 1200, up to 1500 on like crazy peak times. That's a big uh, house, A so. night. So. A night, yeah. A night, yeah. yeah. So that, like, you know, and I just want everybody to know, I mean, these guys have been doing this for a while, so to get these crazy results, you know, you have to really focus, you have to dial things in, and that's what today is all about, is how do I dial this in so I can get similar results like Robert and Shelly have? So today, what we're gonna focus on is four key factors. Now, they're bigger, broader factors, but we're gonna break them down. And number one is gonna be marketing. Number two is gonna be the booking. Number three is going to be the actual uh, guest experience. And then number four is how do you take all of that and get the awesome reviews? So today, Robert's going to be leading. Um, and then Shelly is going to be really diving deep into all the different things that she does to just make the magic happen. So guys, I'm excited. And uh, let's get going, Grando. Sounds great. Hey, Shelly. Thanks for coming Hi. on today. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, sure. <laughs> 
It's weird. We're like right next to each other, in the <laughs> office, but separate. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, I mean, just starting to deep dive in here and just kind of think about it. You know, it, it's marketing. I think for an Airbnb is very similar to marketing uh, in residential real estate, right? Like I tell people, all of your marketing is done before the home even hits the market. You know, like people think that agents and other people go out there put it in MLS and, and then do 250 point marketing plan afterwards, which really means nothing um, because all the work's done before. When How you make the house look and feel is the key. And I think that's probably, you know, the best thing, you know, for marketing that Shelly and I can talk about. And we'll talk quickly about that just to give people a reminder of that experience that they need to create. Don't you, don't you think, Shelly? Absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I think actually, yeah, relating that to, um, you know, residential property, putting on RMLS is actually very appropriate. Uh, it all starts with the description that they're going to read um, right on that Airbnb Verbo platform. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have to make sure to hit all of the, the you know, points of the house uh, to make sure that they're interested, you know, um, make sure that it's three bedrooms, two baths, you know, that each room has a king size, you know, bed um, in each room, that each bedroom has a TV um, inside that, you know, we have every single cooking utensil um, for them for their, uh, you know, experience. Um so yeah, it's it's making sure that that, that detailed list, um, you know, in that description actually hits all of those points, and then of course um, adding all those photos, just like an RMLS, you know, um, platform where you want to make sure to to touch on all of those things, you know, showing those king bags, showing the TVs, showing yeah. uh, the beautifully staged home. So yes, right. I, I totally agree with you. Cool, and you know, so the one of the things that I noticed, like. You know, you always title things like interesting ways, you know, like university. This one's the university area bungalow, the Moxie Harris house. When I type 2920 Harris Street uh, into um, Google, it, you know, it pulls up, you know, the previous property listings, but it also pulls up uh, the Airbnb of it. And it comes in, you know, the title is university area bungalow, um, you know, the Moxie Harris house. Tell me a little bit about that. Why? Why is that important? Yeah, um, that is a, a marketing um, thing, right? So it's it's you want that guest to really um, feel like it's it's an experience when they book a hotel. They know the name of the hotel. Uh, why not name your Airbnb as well? Um, that's right. I, I think it's really important to actually name a house um, so that they can you know feel connected to it just like they feel connected to you know a hotel um, right. you know back in the day when they used to, to book hotels now a lot of people do book Airbnbs right so um, having that uh, name recognition um, is really important to me um, and so, then oh. yeah sorry go ahead no. oh yeah no and okay, so yeah. you know. One of those things, you know, that I like to do is also include, uh, you know, the university um, bungalow, right, is because I want them to make sure that they understand it is right, you know, what area it's in, because it's actually very important um, for this particular house uh, for bookings to be able to um, let them know that they are really close in uh, to the university area because we do get a ton of uh, people wanting to come visit their their kids, um, you yeah. know, at the University of Oregon. So that was really important to me to include that within the title as well. So it's almost you like you're that. blowing a whistle, right, yeah. Shelly? Like you're kind yeah. of blowing that whistle. Like, hey, university people, come over here. We're catering right. to you. That's so exactly. 
Yes. And then the Moxie, you know, so Moxie was part of the name of your business. So now you've branded that. And the previous Airbnb listing we had, um, it had Moxie in too. Mm-hmm. It was the Moxie Spyglass House, right? So like, um, so that's part of that branding also that I see. And then I think, you know, as, you know, we bring future Airbnbs online, mm-hmm. when people start seeing that, if they can't get, if they've stayed at the Moxie Harris House, but then they make the connection in their brain, they see another <laughs> listing that says Moxie whatever, they're going to know that you're going to provide the same experience. Because one of the things I noticed with our Harris house is we get a lot of repeat traffic, a lot of repeat customers. They'll have something we're going to be able to like, well, we don't have this one, but we can get you into this one. And they know they're probably going to get relatively same experience. It's like staying at a Marriott, you know, or, you know, some other high end, you know, a Crimpton hotel or Crimpton or whatever you call those things. But, uh, you know, kind of the same concept. So uh, the other thing that I wanted to touch on um, that was really important to you was just the super host status, which I don't really know a lot about that. Um, But in the marketing world and then the Airbnb world, there's some significance there in the super, super host, um, status what does that do and how does that help promote the listing and all that type of stuff yeah so basically a super host is one that responds within 24 hours um you have to in order to keep the super host status you have to um you know make sure that you're responding to to every single guest within a timely manner um i actually as soon as i receive that message i try to respond back as soon as possible, um, as soon as I possibly can. Obviously, like right now on a podcast, if I were <laughs> if I were to receive a message, yeah. as soon as I'm oh. done with this podcast, I'm on it. Like because yeah. it's so important to respond immediately to all of these people. Um, they're excited about it, and I want I want them to continue that excitement, especially by re- you know responding immediately. So that's one of the um, the things that you have to do uh, to become a super host. And then the other is just keeping, um, you know, a, f- a five-star review, you know, to getting those reviews and keeping those up. Um, I think it, you can actually have 4.5 and above, something like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we have, I think overall, and we've had so many stays. Um, yeah, it's 498. Yeah, so yeah. it's almost still a five-star host or a five-star, you know, review. Um over the course of what five years and um, how many so reviews do you have because I, I think that's relative to the situation like it's not like you only this, have five reviews yeah yeah no this one has 50 on just airbnb i don't know how many we we actually book a lot on v verbo, verbo. um i'd say we, we're booking a lot more on verbo right now than we are in airbnb which is interesting so yeah I, and i don't actually know how many <laughs> are, are on verbo yeah. um well i knew you had a lot i mean 50, 50 it's just like you know if you have 50 reviews mm-hmm. and you're at a 4.98 you're definitely yeah. doing something right yeah let's yeah. see on yeah. um i'll look on verbo here shelly uh, the I other mean, thing so- i was going to ask you too is on the marketing i think you you really downplay a couple different things when i looked at your marketing number one i think you definitely tell a story about the property and i think that starts yeah. with the name um is that you nailed it with the name and it's like you almost like attach the person it's like the house is its own self it's a person it's a being like you know the university house and then the moxie thing is super cool because now you're building a brand because you guys have multiple different rental properties so that's cool Mm -hmm. but i think what you you sell yourself a little short on the story that you tell um and that story starts with your write-up i think you do a really nice job on your write-up and it like almost attaches the person to the house uh, because it's not just like uh, a you know it's got three beds five baths it's like you have like an emotional write up there a little bit more and then the other thing is that i think you really sell yourself short on um because you're so humble is that there you your pictures like 
most people like I can tell that either you took the pictures or you guided the photographer through the pictures because like you have pictures of like martini glasses you have pictures of like the skull you have like pictures of like these little setups which are super cool they're like they're like they're like mood setups and yeah. that it, you don't see that I mean I've rented plenty of Airbnbs but most people don't do that it's just like kitchen bathroom bedroom outdoors indoors and it's just boring yeah. and they're usually not like really professional photos go into that a little bit because i think like that is a huge tip that really sets you apart from everything that is in the market that you compete against yeah so that's a really good point um yeah you're right uh, you know photos are so important and you know and just getting the attention um uh you know to detail as to what i did put you know all those uh, those details within the house um, so of course I want them to see that I do have not only martini glasses, but margarita glasses and, uh, wine glasses. And I have all the glasses <laughs> for, for them to be able to experience a really great time. Um, and you know, we have the, the trees that are all lit up. Um, there's just like these little twinkle trees that just kind of create the ambiance and, and feeling of the home. Um, so yeah, it, it was really important to me to make sure that that photographer um, got those detailed shots um, of just the different aspects of the home for them to be able to know kind of what they're experiencing and what they're going to get when they are renting the Moxie Harris house. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. And you do get that feeling. I mean, every time I go home there, I love that house and like get to hang out there. It's like for the one week that I stay there every once in a while. It's fun. So, but yeah, it is uh, definitely an interesting thing, you know, to think about. But I, you know, I was trying to think of anything else in the marketing realm that you would have to think about. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to that about marketing? Anything else that you do to set it no. apart? I think just photos, a really great write-up, showing those yeah. attention to detail shots um, and, you know, making sure that that's in the description um, is really key. And just, you know, making sure that what you say in that actually translates, you know, to uh, what they're going to experience. Because such a good point. so many Airbnbs, when you actually go into the house, you, you're like, oh, this isn't what it they made it to, to, you know, say, or feel like, you know, in the photos or in the description. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of, of our guests who say, wow, this house is even better. Like as soon as they walk into the house, they absolutely love it. And they're like, this is even better than the write-up or this, you know, the photos. And they immediately text me. I get so many texts immediately. Wow. This house is beautiful. Thank you so much for allowing us to stay here. Um, so just making sure that, you know, your description and your photos either match. Um, and maybe that's sometimes when I do downplay it a little bit because I want them to just be walk in and be like, wow, this is amazing. Well, and that all comes down to the review, right? Like you, this totally. is all a process. Like this is psychological and you're playing the game and it's like you're under promising and over delivering, but your under yeah. promise is still better than what most people are even promising. And then you're yeah. showing consistency, which is like, okay, she said it and then she did it. Well, that's awesome. But now she yeah. over delivered. Like, how can I not give an amazing review? That's part of the whole experience, right? Totally. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing is, um, you know, just, uh, housekeeping kind of plays into the marketing, I guess, because um, uh, housekeeping really is one of those um, key factors that can really make or break your entire Airbnb. 
Um, I I have a, an amazing relationship with our, our head housekeeper, um, our, our housekeeping team. She and I just go through the house. I actually walk through the house almost every time after she d- is done cleaning, just to make sure, because sometimes it takes two s- sets of eyes, you know, to make sure that you haven't missed anything. I remember one walking through, she's super thorough, but one time she, you know, left a towel just sitting up on the fridge and, and she does, she dusts everything from the tops of the fridge inside, you know, everywhere, every single time. Um, I want my Airbnb every single time to just look shiny, sparkly, like super clean. Um, it's really important to me for those guests to be able to experience a clean house. So I think that's the other part of the marketing piece that a lot of people, I guess, miss um, that, you know, housekeeping um, is is very key. Well, let's move on to bookings, Grando, when you if you think uh, now's yeah. a good time, but let's move yeah, on no, to the bookings, because I, I think that's another yeah, key thing we got to talk about. The, the booking aspect too, I mean, like when, you, when you're booking, you obviously, you said um, responding quickly, you know, is probably the, the biggest thing. And I actually was thinking about that. It's just like, it's a lead, right? I mean, it's kind of, yeah. I guess, rough to say in the sales world, but it's essentially like a lead's coming in and how you handle that lead is key, you know, and in our investment side of our real estate company, uh, we take that lead and we want to get on it as fast as possible because if we know if we can get into the door, look at the house, we're probably going to be the first ones to make an offer. And the first person that they know, like, and trust, they're going to do it. The same thing with our brokerage side. You know, as soon as somebody calls and wants to list, if you call them back quickly, you're probably going to get the listing because they typically will call two people, you know? And so, so in Airbnb and BRBO short-term rentals, I mean, that obviously plays a pretty big factor, you know, so from what I'm hearing from you, which I didn't even really think about that and make that connection until right now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a couple different ways for people to be able to book. You can um, put it on instant book where immediately they just book automatically or you can actually review every single booking and then accept them as they come in. Um, I actually prefer instant booking. Um, and I think a lot of guests really uh, appreciate the instant booking rather than have to wait for, a, you know, an owner to approve. Um, so I feel like we do get a little bit more bookings just because we do have that feature. Um, but you're right. Like as soon as that, that you know, uh, guest books that house, I just want to immediately welcome them, say thank you for booking um, and just, you know, start, start it off right so that they know that we're excited for them to come stay at uh, the Moxie Harris house. Right. You know, and that's a really good point. So that you're making right there during the, the booking part, which we're going to touch again on the experience part is you add a personal aspect to it. Um, and it will get harder as we add more and more, but maintaining that personal connection, because what you see with a lot of Airbnbs is there's no personal connection there. Uh, and then you get an email, you know, it says this, and then they start bombarding you with email after email after email with stuff. And we've tried a little bit of that automation and stuff, and I'm sure we'll go back to a layer of it, you know, in the future um, to kind of help with some of the, just the, the operational side of things. But I think that like anything, people want to do business with people who they know, like, and trust. And people want to probably rent properties from people who they know, like, and trust and feel there's a personal connection there, which is one of the things that I think during that booking um, process, which we can roll booking right into the experience again, um, you do a really good job with. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, there's an app that we use. um, It's called TouchStay. So as soon as, um, uh, you know, someone books, I'm able to send over the app to them 
um, pretty immediately. And it just goes over, you know, uh, just items about the house, you know, description of the house. Again, um, it shows, uh, it tells them all about the check-in, what they can expect for check-in, um, just area details, uh, you know, local restaurants, you know, to get them excited about their stay, not only at the house, but here locally, what is there to do? Um, I even put in information about like, if you arrive early and the house, you know, you can't check in, you know, obviously we have rules that they can't check until four and I, but I let them know like, hey, if you are here early, I will try my best to get you to to be able to check in early. Like there's no better, you know, thing than when you're heading into town and yeah. you get to check into your hotel early, right? I want the same thing for the Airbnb. So, you know, as soon as that house is ready for cleaning, like my, my housekeeping team, they will text me and say, it's ready. And then I immediately pass that information on, Hey, you're the house is ready. Feel free to check in anytime, you know, even if it's at noon, like go enjoy the house. Like I, it's, we're getting the same rate. Why not have them check in early and enjoy a little bit more of their experience. Right. Um, but you know, so that touch state app, it, it does, you know, it touches on all this, just, Hey, if you are here early, let me know. I'll try to get you in early. I'll do the best that I can. Um, uh, I, I touch on, you know, what there is to do, uh, around, you know, around our house, you know, in case the house isn't ready, maybe they want to just go for a walk and there's a park right across the street. Um, there's walking trails, running trails, um, I even put in local, you know, where they can go to grab food because a lot of people go do a Costco run or they go do, you know, uh, just a, a grocery store, you know, shop really quick so that they have, you know, those basic amenities um, with them. So they can just go do that before they actually check in. So I include all the, that information within this app. Um, and then it also does tell the story about who we are, who Robert oh, and yeah. I are. Um, and it, it touches on, you know, why we started this Airbnb and what it means to us and um, and how we feel when we're on vacation. And we want them to experience all of those things, too. And if there's anything at all, any questions, any anything um, to feel free to text me at any time. Um, and I'm happy to, to guide them and direct them in, in whichever way. Yeah, yeah I, I think like that's that. huge. Yeah. That is huge because, I mean, again, your background's hospitality management, right, and hospitality. Sure. So you understand that aspect of it. And what happens when you go to a really nice hotel? I mean, the yeah. person, they take care of you. They make sure this Absolutely. is everything's handled. And so you're essentially doing that, and you know the local area so well. And I actually um, was just thinking when you are saying that, you know, you have competition out there. Your competition in the short-term rental world is the actual, the big platforms, Priceline, Expedia. And in the Eugene area, they own a lot of properties. And it was shocking to city council one night when they were looking at, like, how many properties are owned. And then they're, they're like, a lot of them are corporate-owned by, like, these big companies. And they were like, they own that many properties, like, in our area? And so that's your competition, yeah. right? But yeah. they can't provide that local experience. It's like big real estate companies can't provide that agent on the ground experience. They want to think they can, they want to tell you they can, they can add all that weird, you know, technology to it, but it doesn't replace that personal connection. I think that's probably the key here, you know, cause you just took it from the booking, you know, when they book, you're, you're talking to them and then you know, when they're checking in, you're prepping them, you're going through that whole process and that's all the experience, you know? So they know when they walk in the door, they're already so happy 
that you just made their transition walking right into that house very easy. So even if they probably had something bad happen in the house, the experience was so great just getting in the door, like it's probably really hard to get a bad review, wouldn't you think? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it comes down to even, you know, with within the list of uh, restaurants, you know, that, yeah. I, that I say, I, I let them know. I, I put little notes in there like, tell Liz from Oregon Wine Lab we say hello. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Like, yeah. just so that, you know, just or, yeah, or make sure, you know, make sure yeah. like, you know, Nate, you know, Warren, the master mixologist 2018 or 2019 or whatever, yeah. um, you know, make sure to get, you know, this cocktail from him or, you know, so I put in these fun little notes that people are, they then respond later to me and they're like, I went and I said, Liz is amazing, you know, and and Nate's drink was phenomenal. Thank you so much for those recommendations because it's those little things that we know about our city um, Mm. that they would have no idea. And so they, it makes it just feel that more special to them um, that some, you know, somebody like that we took the time to like recommend these small little things to to us. It's small, but to them, it it made maybe their a whole day for them. Like they had so much fun at, you know, this experience because, you know, we as a host recommended it to them. Well, and I think that nails like managing for the experience of it, Shelly, like that, that right there, that little story that you told is that's what you do when you make magic right there. I mean, cause I know that I'm not great at those little things, but you are because you just, that's how you look at everything. It's probably because, you know, you were a wedding planner and that's just how your mind works. You're so detailed around the emotion of it. Mm-hmm. Guys, that's that's where the money is made. That's why Shelly gets prices that nobody else can get because of those little details and how she makes people feel. And that's just so cool. That story is priceless right there. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask one question too? I I want to go back to the instant booking feature because if I'm in the audience, I'm going, okay, so I'm just going to instantly let them book. What if, what if like, is there any risk to that as far as the guest that's going to be in my property and how can I hedge that risk as far as like getting someone I don't want? Yeah. So that just comes down to making sure that all of, when you do put your policies and procedures, um, you know, that you're very clear. Like I, I let them, I let all of our guests know, like we don't allow pets, um, in, in the house. Um, and, and the reason why, you know, some people are like, you know, they get frustrated because we don't allow, or, you know, they, they could get frustrated, but I make sure that they, they understand like Robert's actually allergic to dog and cat hair. <laughs> so we don't yeah. allow pets into the house and they respect that when you say, you know, oh, okay, an owner is actually allergic to pet hair. They understand like why this is a no pet house, right? Yeah. But you say it in a way that like I say, we love dogs and cats, but unfortunately at this house, it's a, you know, so we, we say it in a positive way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just making sure that they understand like we don't, allow events to happen at our property because we want to make sure to respect our closest neighbors. We don't want to have any noise problems with our neighbors, right? So we just want to, we, we let them know immediately, you know, no events are to happen at this house. Um, and again, we say it in a really nice way. We love events, <laughs> but unfortunately this house, we want to respect our nearest neighbors, um, those types of things. So, you know, it, it's really important um, in that booking process that, those instant bookers know all of your policies and procedures 
so that you can have instant bookings because they already know upfront that you can't. So that's in no. all your upfront marketing that they'll see yes. before they would actually do an instant book. Yep. Well, yep. That's, exactly. Yeah, that's huge. So that's yeah. huge. It covers it. Yeah. So those are the problem, you know, those are usually the problems like, you know, pets do come in and they do ha have a little bit more wear and tear on your house. And, um, you know, parties, obviously, they are the, the things that really disrupt, um, you know, neighbors or yeah. even the house, you know, just making sure to respect, you know, the house. So I just say it all up front. And so there, I don't feel, you know, like instant booking is is you know, crazy Risky. or anything like that. Risky, yeah. thank you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah but, just because but, I do say all the policies and procedures up front. I think though too, like, I mean, we're not opposed to people, you know, having friends over and being around the, you know, the, the whole backyard fire pit and having a barbecue or something like that, you know. But you know, it's also it's it's one of those things where you just you just don't want that party scene going on, right? Like a rager is not happening at the house. Like it's immediate cause for termination if we find it happening we're going over there and shutting it down and they're all leaving that second. You know, it's like, that's, that's how it's gotta go. Cause you just can't, you know, get those types of wax against you with the city, local governments. You wanna be respectful of your neighbors. And that's part of that experience. I, so, so I think upfront priming, you know, and I think that we've had multiple times where people would say, hey, we're gonna have, you know, potentially like a small graduation party, you know, over at the house during the day. Cause then we're gonna go to graduation. We're gonna have some friends and family over. Is that okay? And we're like, yeah, of course that's okay. You know, it's like, but absolutely. It, you know, at, at 10 o'clock at night, it's not okay, you know? <laughs> so everybody's sleeping in the neighborhood. So, but yeah. yeah. So Cool. So um, let's get into the experience a little bit more. I think we kind of nailed yeah. the, the booking piece, but like the experience. So now they're in the house. Like you said, Shelly, you nailed on a couple different things where it's like they come in, you have this, uh, this app, Touch Stay app, which I think is super cool. A lot of the uh, Airbnbs or vacation rental by owners, they have books. Most people put like a big cumbersome book. Is the Does the app replace that book as far as what I need to know and, and how I can have a better experience it does yeah it completely covers anything that you'd want um to say in that book i think books you know it, I, I have a book too that covers everything you know so it actually I, it's a printout of the touch day app right so it, it covers every it's single PDF. item that i have yeah a pdf of it um so i have the book just for people who like to open books and read through you know because there are different types of learners or readers or you know so I, of course we hit on both um but yeah, we, we, we do have the, the book in there as well, but it's exactly the PDF of the touch. Okay, well, I want to go into a little bit more because I think you nailed, like the those are little things that you do that mm -hmm. I think a lot of people do differently. And I'm guessing, and I'm going to throw a couple things out of here just to get your brain going, but I'm guessing that when I come into the house, it probably smells amazing. Oh. I'm guessing that when I come into the bathroom, <laughs> the towels, the towels are super fluffy and you didn't buy yeah. cheap, crusty towels that I'm yeah. going to be using. And I know someone else used their like they probably feel just amazing and this is just because i know shelly and then like and then i'm probably guessing that like your when i want to go and get spices because i'm going to cook up a steak on your awesome grill that's outside that i'm not like oh man they don't have anything like i forgot to go to the store i'm guessing you yeah. have some of those like go into detail shelly because this is where you blow people's minds and like where the real magic happens and i just know you like go into some of that stuff of like where you really set the stage and like people are just like they just have that little moment where it's like oh, look it they have it god why can't every place have this 
Yeah. So, so, I mean, in event planning, those, what you just said, um, smell, see, you know, sights, um, hearing, you know, all of those things. So the five senses, um, that is what sets your event apart um, from any other event is making sure that you touch on all five senses. Um, I do the same thing, what you're just saying um, in all of our homes. So as soon as they open that door, um, there is actually a scent that they do smell. It's it's called it's a, a system, a scent system called Sender. Yeah. And uh, I actually we learned this um, when we were on the Big Island um, and we were tour, we were going through a, a Hilton. Actually, um, we were just there visiting for the day. We were actually staying at an Airbnb, but we visited uh, for the day because they had these amazing water slides and stuff. Um, but but the smell, like as soon as I. I walked into their lobby area. I was like, oh, what is that? Like every, our entire family was like, Oh, it smells so good. So I immediately like me being in from the hospitality world, I needed to know exactly what that scent was because I wanted it. And I wanted to recreate that scent in our Airbnb. So um, I, I went up to the front desk and I, I understood like they went and researched it all for me and I came back and I, and they had all the information. That's um, cool. But yeah, it's, it's called scent air and you can actually pipe in whatever scent it is that you want through the system um, throughout yeah. your house. And no joke, like I get probably, I don't know, at least 25% of our guests, they want to know where they get the, where I, they can get the system so that they can recreate yeah. the smell into their house. Like we get so many inquiries, like, what is this? What, you know, how much is it? All of the things. So I, I always pass along that information, but yeah, scent is the, the first thing. And then if, of course, sight, like as, just looking around, making sure that everything looks amazing, having twinkle lights or, you know, kind of in the, in the corner, making sure that all the heights are um, just perfectly aligned and um, making sure that, you know, all of the, the leather with the wood and the, you know, the masculine and feminine all is amazing. And then of course, touch, um, you know, everybody wants to come in and touch everything, right? <laughs> just making sure that everything is, is great. You know, we have, um, you know, some fun things like card games and board games and all of these fun extra little details just to make sure that the experience for them goes beyond. Um, even we don't even say that we have this, but we have uh, the Nintendo Switch, you know, for kids yeah. in one of the bedrooms that is also a surprise. Like, oh my gosh, they even have this, you know, for yeah. uh, the kids, you know, in case they want to, you know, go hang out or whatever. Um, we have a TV in the backyard, you know, um, that they're not even expecting, you know, that there's, it's a whole experience in our backyard. So it's just, um, you know, making sure that you uh, are paying attention to all of those five senses and then, you know, integrating them throughout the house. And you're right, of course, like spices are important <laughs> in cooking. Like I love, I love good food. So I have every spice in there. Um, we do get tons of reviews that say that our amenities well are more, yeah, it's, it's, we're fully stocked. Um, and I make sure like if the olive oil is down, I make sure to go get an extra olive oil just to make sure because cooking is really important when you're, you know, at an Airbnb because they, I, I do expect they're going to cook. Um, that's one of the reasons. Well, and that's why one of the reasons do. why people do Airbnb because they oh, want like, to cook, they want to host, yes. they want to entertain. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. For sure. We even have this little ice machine that uh, 
makes like the perfect crunchy like amazing ice <laughs> for yeah. them to you know to make these amazing cocktails if they want to make you know those those cocktails so yeah i mean we we do go maybe above and beyond we have juicing machines we have you know we have all the things that that a lot of standard airbnbs don't have garlic press you know just all the things because i want to make sure that a chef can come in and cook an amazing meal if they, if they want to, you know? So, um, yeah, we do. And that may, you know, that makes such a difference because again, you're doing everything to get that review and then to get that repeat client who will pay because once they've experienced it, Oh, I just want you to know. Yeah. Our rates went up another 50 bucks. I don't care. Like I want to stay there. It doesn't matter. Like I know what I'm getting now and it's worth, it was, I got a deal before and now it's worth what it's worth. Like I don't care. And that's, that's huge. And you know, you've been to those Airbnbs where you're like, oh my gosh, there's not even a wine cork in it or, you know, a wine skirt, like, or you can't find whatever it is that you need. And it's so frustrating because you're like, "I, I rented this house because you know we wanted to cook some meals here and we wanted to gather here in this house um, rather than a a small little hotel room that doesn't have all of those things so yeah Yeah. i think it's really important to just make sure to have you know all all of the the those you know fine things in the kitchen for sure yeah that's why i say like you know if you want to get started in real estate investing airbnb is a great way to go you're not it, it can allow you to leave your job you're still picking up another job you know but if you can do it right, you have your, you have a lot more time freedom, right? So then it works out a lot better for you. So it, it, it's definitely very interesting because it is active income. You know, you do have to work for it. But when you're 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 saying like you know, just the, the amenities and stuff like that. You know, we stay at like Marriott hotels because we like the pillows, right? So we like the bedding. And so when we were at a Marriott hotel the other day, we're like we started researching online how to get those pillows in our house, right? So then we just recently <laughs> ordered some Airbnb of those pillows. Because yeah. I was like, I, like, cause I, like, I'm very picky about the type of pillow I have this and that because I'm always like hurting in some sort of a way because I kill myself all the time. But it's like, I sleep really good there. I'm like, well, I sleep really amazing here. So we just order our first sets of that. And then I go, I think we just replace all the pillows with these Marriott pillows, you know? And like we found, I lifted up the bed looked at the mattress, looked at the pillow tags, everything to see where it was all at, and then went online and started finding it. And found the company, and then of course, that company says, they have a whole section on their website, which hotel are you staying at? Do you love the pillows there? Here it is, this is the pillow that's in that hotel. <laughs> you know, So we're like, okay, let's test it and see if they're the same pillows, and they're good, and we just got them, and I'm like, I love these pillows. You know, and you're like, it's, yeah, it's, you know, and that's part of that experience, you know, if we keep adding that and doing that and she builds a brand around it, you know, the Moxie brand for all of our short-term vacation rentals in this area, um, I think it's just going to be just an exceptional experience for anybody and they're just going to keep coming back and booking and seeing that name and wanting to book again. Well, let's move yeah. on um, and let's move on to the reviews. I think we're, we're giving people lots of really good ideas here. Let's move on to the reviews because I think I don't want to miss out on the reviews and we're, we're sitting at about 35 minutes here. You've, you do everything. Everything that you do comes down to getting this review. Like, I want both of you guys to summarize like how important is this review, which I think most people don't really understand the true importance and how valuable these reviews are. Everybody gets it like a review matters, but like these reviews have made you guys a lot of money and have allowed you to increase your nightly um, rental rates exponentially. I mean, it's crazy. From 150 bucks in that property up to $400 a night, that's huge. 
So talk about that. How do you get it? What's your strategy? How do you, do you in any way, are you able to get, like if you're like, gosh, you know, Robert, I really wanna get a review about the pergola and the TV. Do you ask questions or is there any way for you to get reviews? Because obviously you don't want everybody to give you the same review. Oh, I loved the pillows. Like if that's all they said, then they would be, you'd be missing out on reviews about other awesome things about the property. How do you, how do you guys do that? Just give me the rundown on that. Um, from what I can see with Shelly, like, so say if we've done an update to the property, we might not tell somebody that the update's been done. Like a lot of people didn't know the backyard pergola with the TV was set up and then we started getting reviews on it, you know? So then people start seeing that. Um, but that, I think that's probably the best strategy, you know, thinking like that is just maybe leaving out a few things, you know, already making it great, but then knowing, you know, that there's some things that they're going to see and like, if you show up and you didn't realize there was even really a backyard for a while, we didn't have even really backyard photos up because we were still kind of in progress with parts of it. And then, you know, we did it. There's a couple of photos, but they're not even completely up to date as to how it looks right now. Um, and, and now you see it and you see the people like that's what they tend to kind of gravitate towards for review. And, and it's the things that they didn't know that was in the property. And I think as you add those things, that's probably the way to do it. But Shelly's probably the expert, you know, but that's my thought. Yeah. So one of the things that I do um, that I, I put on the touch state app um, at that very end, you know, that we love reviews to please review us. Um, but I do go further than just that. I, I actually say, if you can't give us a five star review, I would love to personally know why, um, or you know, if if you if they could personal or if they could like let me know ahead of time what it is why they couldn't give us a five star review because I want to know um, if, if there's a way for me to be able to help them immediately even while they're still there so like they have this information in front of them um, while they're staying there and if they do encounter any type of problem you know it's ine inevitable that somebody is going to have some type of problem I don't know maybe the internet went down or maybe I don't know something's gonna happen but I want to know like what it is so that I can make sure to uh, go above and beyond to get that five-star review by the time that they've checked out. So, so Shelly, do, do you do that? Like, are you at, so you're almost setting up the review process, like right correct. on the app, be, right yes. when they come in so that like you can keep asking for that review while they're in the property and earn the review. So it's almost as if they feel obligated to give you a review. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like a review is earned, right? And if we don't earn that review, if we truly don't, and if something does mess up and we're not on top of it and fixing it, then you're, yeah, that's why people get three star reviews, two star reviews, because they really messed up and they didn't even try to uh, go above and beyond to fix whatever problem, you know, our guest had. Um, so, you know, that's, that's why I say in the, in the touch state app, as soon as they get that, they already know that, you know, that I, that we love reviews and we'd love to, to have their review at the end. And if there's anything during the, the stay that goes wrong, you know, to please contact me and I'll immediately, you know, be on it. Um, and, and that, you know, if, if for some reason we can't earn that five-star review, I'd love to know why, you know, what, it, what was it so that we can then fix that for future guests too. Cause that's the main thing. Like I want a five-star review every time <laughs> I don't want anything lower. Such so, a good point because we actually got a, like uh, remember we got a review that was mm -hmm. not so premium 
a while it was, ago. It was a four-star review, for, and we hated a yeah. four-star review. <laughs> but it was dealing with the bed, and we were going through, like, swapping mattresses and stuff, and got this mattress, and the person, like, said it was too hard or this and that and didn't like it. It's like, and we ended up pulling it, you know, and we then or we putting a topper on it or something different because we're like, well, we don't want that to be the new review, you know? So it's like, but I think what you're saying is, like, understanding that they're going to hopefully reach out to you if you but even if you can't correct it for them during that stay it's correcting it for the future so you don't have to do it and that's part of optimization right and you're just going through and being like tweaking things like oh we tried this this mattress wasn't that good we got to get it and go put it somewhere else and swap it out so we don't have that review problem anymore and now like i think the review after that was like the mattress was amazing or something the bed was amazing so i remember that we had kind of a bad review and we're kind of bummed and then we got the next one after we swapped the mattress, then like a few days, few people later, it was like the the bed is amazing. Most I comfortable bed ever. So, yeah, yeah. It was just exactly. like so then it's like it offsets that bad review, right? Like they see that older one that says this, but then the next person saying this bed's amazing, so that kind of negates the other one, right? So that's kind of I think a really important thing, because then they'll obviously they'd be like, Well, maybe it was bad then, but it can't be bad now, you know, because beds are important to me. They're probably important to a lot of people. So if you read that, I'd be like, Oh, hmm. Don't think I'm booking here, you know. Yeah. So. Shelly, on your the other thing, thing I was going to ask you about is that when you get your reviews, do you get your reviews? Do you want them to give you the review on the Airbnb or the VRBO, or do you want them to give you the review on your TouchStay app and then you put it on there? Like, how do you want to capture that review? And do you specifically tell them how you want them or where you want them to give the review? Because the other thing is, is like a lot of times I'll see at uh, some of these Airbnbs, like a book, and then people write their review in a book in the house. And I'm like, what a waste. Like you're, you're killing yeah. yourself here. Talk about that strategy of how you capture or you want to capture that review. Yeah, so on Airbnb and Verbo platforms, you actually have to leave the review on there. Um, the, the guest does. So I can't do anything about whatever it is that they ultimately want to say about the house or the experience. Um, so, but we do, we actually do have one of those because some people do like to write or, you know, just a fun little, I actually ask them to write a note about what their favorite thing it was about the house or their stay, um, in a little book that does sit inside the house, but you know, they also will review, you know, on, on the platform. Um, but one last thing that I do want to add to the whole review, uh, process is that, you know, really listening to what our guests have to say is, is key in order to make sure that your views in the future um, continue to become, you know, to be a five star. I remember one, one review, you know, she actually had a laundry list of items um, for me. She still gave me a five star review, but she did. She, she texted me and she said, you know, listen, these, she said, I still want to give you a five star review because I, we loved everything from the time that we walked in the, to the time that we walked out. But these are the things that could in, improve your guest experience. And it was even things that I didn't even think about that she brought to my attention. Like in the one of the bathrooms, we had two hooks for towels, you know, to, to put up their towels, right? Um, and two hooks, in my opinion, is usually sufficient, right, for, for a bathroom. But she was like, you know, there's two bedrooms. You're expecting potentially four guests to be able to use this one one bathroom. So you need to have at minimum four hooks in, you know, the bathroom, right? So being able to fix that um, immediately, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even consider that or didn't even think about that, um, you know, or just, uh, you know, shade, you know, certain shades, like your the shades 
that you bought um, have too much light coming through and it's disturbing, you know, disturbing me when I sleep, those types of things. Pay attention to those things. Now, now we have like these blackout shades that people can use or not use, you know, if they want. Um, so just making sure that you really hear them and then follow through with whatever it was that they said. Just to improve the property, improve everything every, each each time. Uh, you guys have anything else to, to like any tips or tricks or anything around the, the review? Just because I know it's so important. Um, we we sometimes, you know, we leave a gift, um, you know, a bottle of wine, chocolates. Um, at one point we were doing s'mores, um, you know, because we do have a fire pit so they could enjoy some s'mores. Um, so I think a gift is, is really important, too, because if some something does happen during their stay, they're a little bit more forgiving <laughs> because, you know, you've you've already given, you know, all of this. Um, time and attention to make sure that everything was hopefully really great or perfect. Um, and then you've also given it, given a gift and then say the Wi-Fi does, you know, go out and it's, it's not something that I, you can't even control. Um, they're a little bit more forgiving, um, you know, when they do review you. So That's I think cool. uh, a welcome gift is, is really um, important. Yeah. That's cool. So true. So, so true. Wow, guys, this is, uh, I, I just, I mean, if you're going to seriously, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you're seriously thinking about doing uh, short-term rentals, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg of Shelly's yeah. and Robert's tricks to how they are able to manage for the experience of it. But I can definitely tell you that if you just implement a couple of the different things they talked about, you will get uh, more amazing reviews. You will have people that will come back on a regular basis. And the price at which you rent your place out will go up over the course of time. Um, Shelly, thanks again. Uh, it was, you know, it was hard to get you on because you're so busy. You and Robert have so much going on. So I do appreciate your time getting on and uh, and sharing all your your magic. My pleasure. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for listening to the Value Driven Investor Podcast, where we lead by giving. For more information about our community and what's new, visit ValueDrivenInvestor.com. The Value Driven Investor Podcast was produced by Digital Legend Media in Minneapolis. Build your legend, digitallegendmedia.com.